hit breakfast. Miss something or want to hear it again? Get the catch up with Herbie and Dane at hit.com.au. Struggle Street this season has focused on families around the Riverina. It's on 8.30 on SBS and part three was on last night where we introduced to Peter, Ricky and the twins, Cody and Bree. And Peter joins us right now. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Hello. Oh, Peter, it was incredible watching your story last night. For those people, can you let us know a bit about yourself and Cody in particular? Okay, so I'm a mother of five-year-old twins, Cody and Bree. Um, Cody has two uh, diagnosed genetic conditions at the moment, uh, one being dense disease one, which is a kidney um, condition. And the second one is a little bit more complex um, in the sense that he has a mutation on a gene. And in, in a nutshell, it kind of it puts him at a higher risk of a brain infection. So any infection that Cody gets, he needs to go to a hospital or a GP, depending on how bad it is, and administer antibiotics to hopefully stop it going to his brain. It is very scary, especially when you put it like that. But mm. you see him on the TV, he's such a beautiful boy. But the, <laughs> the thing you did touch on last night, though, is that the medical attention that you need, it can be difficult because you live in Nangus, so it's not like you're in a capital city. Yeah, exactly. So we have – we're, we're – 20 minutes from Gundagai or 22 kilometres from Gundagai and 60 minutes from Wagga. If he is to get sick, we can go to Gundagai. The, the problem with that is, though, they're not a paediatric hospital, so they can stabilise him, but they would still rush him back to Wagga or Sydney, Canberra, depending on how severe it was. Whereas we spend a lot of time in Wagga with Cody, with doctors and stuff, and, and they know Cody's story, his history. Um, and the way, as it stands at the moment, so... All Cody specialists have got together and put in a what they call a treatment plan. So when Cody presents, they treat it clinically. Um, but if they think it is neurological, so it has gotten into the brain, they have a list of drugs that they're to start straight away. Um, so we don't do any MRIs or tests to see that it, you know, it is a brain infection. They administer the drugs, then they do the testing afterwards. And the idea of that is the drugs are not a cure by any means, but it's to hopefully minimise um, any brain damage that Cody could have if it's gone to his brain. So in terms of the medical assistance that you require, what would you, what would you like to see done with regional areas and how can it be improved from your, from your side of the story? Firstly, from the bottom up, it's GPs. You know, a lot of the GPs now don't even bulk bills, so you're paying for a GP visit. That's probably the first thing they need to look at. Secondly, we have such a critical shortage of paediatric specialists. Um, we have some paediatricians. Again, we don't have a great deal of them here. The wait times to get into them can be months on end. Um, we have no, like I said, actual paediatric specialists. So we have no kidney specialists, no neurologists. We do have clinics where we get an outpatient, so they will come down. But again, when that happens, you're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars every time to go see them. And for me, like our story personally, that can get really hard because Cody is under probably about eight different specialists. Mm. So it's not a case of a one-off, you know, every few months. Cody, it's when we need to go, we need to see them all within that time frame. So it can become quite expensive. Um, and, and just, I guess, we in, in the hospitals and stuff here, we don't have all the equipment we need. So some basic testing that Cody needs, they can't do here, they have to send him to Sydney for. Mm. Um, in saying all that, I mean, the doctors that we have here and at the hospital are great, but they're just so understaffed and overworked and it's just, 
the whole thing is just really hard to coordinate when we don't have anything here. There has been a few people which have made comments throughout the Struggle Street series on all stories, not just yours, with people struggling. They've gone, why don't they just move? Why don't they pick up their life and go somewhere else where, in their eyes, it's easier? What do you say to those people? To be honest, I can understand people having that thought. But, I mean, at the end of the day, this is our home. Why should we as country people lack general basic medical facilities? We're not asking, you know, to build mansions. We're we're asking for, for basic medical care. In a nutshell, if that was the case, we wouldn't have anyone in the country because sometime in your life you're going to face some kind of medical problems. We can't just all sell up, pack up and move back to the city. It's just not practical. I mean, why should we have to go without? It's a basic medical need. That's a very valid point. That's it. That's you hit the nail on the head there for sure. Now I do know um, Country Hope have been a big part of your life and, and the care for Cody. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. They have been such a great support. They offer financial assistance. They offer emotional support. Um, They're very big as well on including the siblings. And I think that's an important part of it too. I mean, obviously, yes, it's based on Cody and Cody goes through it all. But I think people tend to overlook the impact it has on the siblings as well. Um, Whereas Country Hope... They include, they involve, um, they do their annual yearly camps and the siblings are able to go to that. They do their Christmas parties. They organise get-togethers for the parents. Yeah, we've all got different, you know, issues with our kids, but it's an outlet for the parents to get together and be brief or, you know, talk about what's happening in our lives. And they understand they're in the same boat. Um, Country Hope, like I said, I... I don't know where I would have been without them. They have been so good to my family. And just finally, Peter, I know I personally have gotten so much out of Struggle Street and seeing these stories. It's been eye-opening. It's been upsetting. It's so raw. What have you personally gotten out of it? Um, For me, raising, you know, two twins, it's tough. I mean, we're all parents, you know, kids are... It's a hard job in general. When we have a sick child, it obviously amplifies that. But for me, you know, getting the story out there, raising awareness, getting the, I mean, the dense disease itself is is a very rare condition, I think. You know, the way it stands at the moment, there's 250 families worldwide with it. Yeah, there's not many people out there. So raising awareness for it. Um, and like I said, the biggest thing for me is trying to get some attention to the fact of how much we like here in the country when it comes to our medical. That's pretty sad. It definitely is, and you definitely brought attention to it. You can catch up SBS On Demand at Struggle Street. Peter, we met you last night uh, with Ricky and the twins, Cody and Bree. Thanks so much for sharing your story and joining us this morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> On Hit 93.1.